Hey newbies, from time to time, sometimes we like spit out words that we may have covered before and it's an accident. But if we ever do that and don't explain some of the lingo, you can go to nftsfornewbies.com and get a lingo guide or just an NFT newbie guide altogether. That's going to probably save you some time, uh, maybe save you a DM and just have a reference so that way you can educate yourself on your off time if you'd like. And if you get any of those guides, then you will get our newsletter every week, every Wednesday, that is. And you will see what we've been up to, what we've released, and where you can find us. Let's get to the show. All right. So you now know where to find your NFTs, but you don't know how to make a smart purchase. And that's why we brought on a guest today, Andy Storch. And we're going to get to it in just one sec. Look... Are you interested in investing or collecting NFTs, but are overwhelmed with all the information? Heather and I were true, true NFT newbies. We're going to break it down as we're learning, as we wander unafraid into the world of digital art. Listen, y'all, we're going to cure you of your FOMO, mildly educate you and give our unqualified opinions and hopefully have a lot of laughs along the way. Hey, y'all. Welcome to today's episode of NFTs for Newbies. My name is Heather Parody, and I am here with my awesome co-host, Rich Cardona. And today we're going to be exploring something that many people have asked. I'm not going to lie to you. We've asked ourselves, how do we pick an NFT? There's so many projects out there. Are there some like rules here? There's some things that we need to consider. That's what we're going to be exploring today. But before we get started, if you have a question on what we talk about today or a suggestion for a future topic, make sure you email us at nfts4, number four, newbies at gmail.com. That is linked in the show notes along with our Instagrams. Rich, oh, you want to introduce Andy? Who's this Andy guy here? Because I've heard <laughs> Andy, some things about him. Here's, here's how I'll introduce Andy. Andy, when we talked a few weeks ago, he said he's at a four out of 10 on a knowledge scale of NFTs. And I think he's actually more like a nine out of 10. And we're, we're hovering at a 2.5. You're generous. Andy, Andy, I will let you uh, quickly talk about who you are and how you got into NFTs. And then we'll get into what the people really want. Sure. I appreciate that. And thanks so much for having me on. I'm honored to be one of your first guests. And um, I'm an author, speaker, consultant, uh, total corporate business guy. So I'm not a tech nerd, you know, who has come at this. I have some of those friends and I'm glad that I do who really understand the tech side of this. Just someone like you who got really fascinated by this early on, early in 2021 and started buying cryptocurrency and then getting into NFTs also because I was following Gary Vaynerchuk, Gary V back in March, April, May timeframe and got into the V Friends launch. And this just started really diving deep into all this stuff and, and trying not to let it distract me too much from my main business because I'm an entrepreneur running a business as well. Exactly. Well, here, before we get into the very first question, I'd I love to just mess with Heather, but I knew you were going to do this. Rich. How many V friends do you have then? Heather, ha- Heather has zero, but how many do you have? <laughs> oh, I want to hear this story. Um, I have six. I bought five at the original auction in May, and then I bought one more on, on August 31st. So a, a couple months later. At least, hold on. At least I did an interview Gary Vaynerchuk where he asked on the show, Rich, did you buy a V friend? And you told him no. So that did, yes. <laughs> and then I bought one right after that. <laughs> Let's move on with this. This today we're going to keep this right at 15 minutes. We're talking about, you know, there are so many projects on there. And Andy, you said that you decided to go in, correct me if I'm wrong, with V friends first. 
and then since then you've yes. expanded into several other projects. So tell us first of all the you know the decision making process to go ahead and go in with V Friends and how have you used that decision making process to buy these other NFTs? Yeah, so there were two I got into back in May. One of them was V Friends because I had been uh, following Gary V for many years, like both of you, and uh, really trusted him. And when he said, you know, you got to look at NFTs, I was researching and really trying to wrap my head around them, listening to all the content he put out there, reading his blog, all that sort of stuff, and then got ready when he launched that. And because I believed in him, trusted him, I did buy some of those initial uh, V friends, which, you know, as much as I believed in him and trusted him still seemed absolutely crazy at the time, 100%. right? I bought five of these things for um, what was about was 10.5 ETH. So at the time that was worth about $40,000. And I'm not someone, some multimillionaire, right? I've done okay in business, but this was a significant amount of money to invest in some doodles, right? But I knew it came with access to his conference and some other things that he was building. And I had faith that this was going to work out. And, and luckily my wife was on board as well and agreed that, hey, we should do this. And uh, one of the ones we bought, by the way, was the gift goat. It was the most expensive one that we bought. And that was a crazy conversation. My wife and I going back and forth about this every day. I listened to every interview that Gary did on every podcast. And he seemed to always be dropping hints about this gift goat and the value he was going to give there. Um, that one I bought for five ETH, which was $20,000. <laughs> and that it's a picture of a goat, people. It's crazy. But um, it's supposed to come with a minimum of six physical gifts per year for the next three years. Uh, I have not yet received the first gift. He told us it's probably coming near the end of October, beginning of November. No idea. How much is it valued at now? People that, I know. Uh, last time I saw it, around 100000 maybe more, something like that. Uh, and I'm hoping it'll go up after the 100000 cents? <laughs> <laughs> Doll hair. I hope it'll go up when the, when the first gift comes. No idea. I'm just trying to keep my expectations low on that. Um, I also got into another project at that time called Zed Run, which is a digital horse racing game that my friend Bennett got me into. Um, and the interesting thing about NFTs, there's, you know, there's IP and there's art. There's a lot of games out there too that you can be investing in. And the Zed Run is like, you buy the horses, you can breed horses, you can race them. Uh, you can do all this stuff like you would real horses in the real world. Uh, and so I was into that for a little bit with a friend of mine, but it, it wasn't my cup of tea. Let me, let me pause you there. Was it because you trusted yeah. your friend or was there something about that that caught your attention? Yeah, so that one was totally, uh, was my friend Bennett. Uh, you guys should definitely have him on the yeah, show. He's more of an expert than I am. He started getting into that one and got me into it. And we ended up shedding up a shared wallet together uh, to go into business on that one. And we still have a lot of stuff in our shared wallet today. And we both individually invest in things. So I know you were going to ask about, um, you know, how do you get into certain projects? I think one of the big ones is people you trust that are excited about something, whether it be an influencer or a friend can often get you into it. The follow on to that is you had all the information you needed with someone you trusted in terms of Gary Vee. You had the information you needed from Bennett, who's someone you trusted. Yeah. You had a shared wallet. In 2021, you don't have a shared wallet with anyone, you know, with, with someone you don't trust. But that doesn't mean you haven't looked at, I mean, that doesn't mean your wallet only contains V friends and some of the, the Zed run. So you've right. made some other choices. Let's talk back to people who have $200 to spend. $100 yeah. to spend and and then maybe work our way up. But like, how would you go about some of those? So the way I look at that, and I get this question a lot too, like, how do you think about investing in new projects or different projects, especially if you don't have a lot of money? For me, I think all that information is on uh, Twitter, like the NFT yes. world exists on Twitter. So you can do a lot of research on there to see what people are talking about, uh, especially influencers that you, you respect, admire, follow like a Gary Vee 
or others. Um, and then Discord, of course, I know you guys have talked about Discord. It's you know social media platform. It's where the NFT world lives. And so if there's a project you're interested in, there's probably a Discord community for it. You can go in there, see what people are talking about. Does there seem to be excitement around it? Um, and then you can also go on OpenSea, which I know you guys have talked about. It's kind of like the eBay of yeah, NFTs. Yeah, it's the spot. Uh, and look at the transaction history, see what things are going for. Does it look like it's trending up or down? It, it's still always a risk, right? But there are plenty of uh, lower tier, cheaper projects out there that are early, maybe not as popular, that maybe you can invest $250 in and see what happens. Hey newbies, our friend Sean has made an online course called NFTs Simplified. So consider it an extension of the things that we've tried to help you do. Now this course is gonna cover a few things and we wanna tell you about it because it is very affordable and it is very worthwhile. So obviously we're gonna cover what an NFT is, how to transfer Ether crypto into your wallet, how to buy an NFT, NFT security basics, all so that you can do the things you want. Some of you wanna make money, some of you wanna invest money, some of you wanna make sure your NFTs and your monies are safe. And that's exactly uh, why we're pairing up with Sean for this. So there will be five video lessons and there's also plenty of course handouts and notes. Uh, I'm looking at some of the reviews right now. Here's one from Halim saying the course is great. I love the graphics and wish I had time to watch all this before I tried to do it myself. So there's additional reviews just like that, that made us confident to partner with him and to offer this course to you for 19 bucks. Okay. That's about three Starbucks grande drinks. Okay. So think about it, 19 bucks to keep your NFTs safe, to get you some of that extended knowledge that you want and to just have a course from someone who is driven to help you. So we'll link it in the show notes. See you next time. What are you looking for in Twitter and Discord and all that? You said, see if there's excitement. Is that because it seems like everybody's pumped about their own little unicorn, you know what? I, like, yeah, what are we looking for? Yeah. And I've definitely gotten caught in the hype of things that didn't turn out to be anything. Either it was a scam or just something that was worthless. That's happened to me a couple of times, but I'm looking for, um, are the founders there? Are they active? You know, do they, are they involved in the community and talking about some of the things they're doing? Do they have plans that seem really promising? Um, are other people in there excited saying like, Hey, I'm buying. Not everybody's like, I'm trying to sell. Um, and, you know, is there a roadmap that seems interesting? What are they building behind it? And you might be buying something just for art. You might be buying it more for the community. Uh, it might be about the business behind it. So for one, like one project that I've gotten really into, again, because of my friend Bennett, is something called Deadheads, which are these little 3D uh, little art pieces of these like dead guys and skeletons and stuff. Uh, that project, I bought a bunch back in July. The price hasn't moved very much. It's not like VFriends, but it's very promising because they're building, they're start, they've started an animated series. They're trying to, you know, create like a movie and like games and all kinds of stuff. They're basically starting a media company. Yeah. So when you see the plans, do you believe in it or not? It's like investing in a startup. Yeah, it's it's kind of like Stoner Cats with uh, Ashton Kutcher mm -hmm. and, and Mila Kunis. How, and and that's just an easy example to give. When when Andy's talking about the business behind it, I, I believe, and I know Heather and I covered this on one episode that it's not just about the art. There could be, you know, different types of incentives like getting a. Uh, premiere access to like a show or a gift if you have a gift go or all these different things so i think those those kind of creative methods not only makes you appreciate nfts more and probably willing to invest again but also fosters a community because they're probably going to have their own discord channel or anything like that now this brings me to a point you mentioned projects that haven't moved i have a project i invested in and i think you did too women of uh, world of women nft i got them really really low i'm basically 
I think I got them for, I don't even remember the ETH amount, but it was like two, it was my first one, 200 bucks. I got an offer today for one for 1.7. I'm like thrilled. I'm like, wow, that's huge. That's, that's a huge, huge jump over this course of time. But if you look at all the world of women NFTs, they kind of look the same. If I'm going on OpenSea and I see Heather is selling one for 15 ETH and you're selling one for seven and I have one that's worth three, but they all look the same. Why is that? Yeah. So there's a few factors in there. I also have two world of women and that's been an interesting, it's a really great project. Yeah. It's been an interesting ride because the price went up so much in, I think August and then it's come down, yes. but it's still like you, like I'm up from where I bought it and I bought it later than you. And you're, you're definitely in, in the black on that one. There's so a lot of people pay attention to rarity. Yes. Right. So are there a lot of these big projects, the PFPs as they call them, which stands for profile picture, which is like 10,000 different renderings of something, V Friends, Board Ape Yacht Club, World of Women. Um, they have rarity traits, right? And there's some things that are more or less rare than others. And so a lot of people buy based on that and pay more for the things that are more rare. And I think there's a website you can check called rarity.tools that sort of ranks uh, some of the like the rare traits. And then I think a lot of it also comes down to like what looks cool and what doesn't. Yeah. And I know Gary always talks about this too. Like just look through them and you know, you know your budget. You can see what's for sale on OpenSea. And then like, what looks cool to you? What do you want? What would you want hanging on your wall? And what do you want in your digital wallet? And what do you not? That's kind of the way I look at it. Exactly, exactly right. Heather, you had something? Is there anything you wish you would have known entering into this world that you've learned over the past few months? I wish I would have knew a lot of things. I don't know. I wish I would have known that VFriends was going to do what it did. And I would have thought more of those, right? I think I wish I would have known that even though there's a lot of great people in this community, there are plenty of nefarious characters out there as yes. well. And we need to really be on our guard when we're investing in projects. Like I said, I've been scammed once and gotten into Me too. Uh, another thing that <laughs> wasn't. Yeah. Oh, that's good. Scam club. <laughs> it's going to happen. But I mean, the gains far outweigh, For I think, sure. the, the downside. Um, and then I'm just like learning a lot of little things every day. So I don't know if there's anything I wish I knew going in. I'm just learning as much as I can. So I'm looking at rarity.tools, just like you said, and it is perfect because it's, it's really, it's like comic-y and it has all these ranks and collections and like none of the pictures are still, uh, it has all these different things that you could see on OpenSea as well as like seven day volume and all these other things. What if I see... Um, board ape or no, let's see, like the board ape yacht club. Okay. The, the, that is now I would consider a brand. CryptoPunks is a brand. V Friends is a brand. Yeah. But then we see a kind of spin off of that. What would your warning or your, uh, advice be to someone who's looking at a spin off where it's maybe mutant eight, mutant ape yacht yeah. club? And I'm like, well, this is definitely going to skyrocket like board ape yacht club did. Yeah. So there's a couple of things to consider there. Number one is there are a lot of projects that try to mimic the ones that are really worth a lot of money, like CryptoPunks and Board Ape Yacht Club. You, if you go search OpenSea, you'll find tons of collections that have similar names. Yes. Just hoping you'll be like, oh, Board Ape Yacht Club is worth a lot of money. This is cool. I'll buy this. Yes. Right. Um, but there are also projects that are started by the members of those communities. So for instance, um, there's one called Punks Comics that uh, I own. Uh, in that shared wallet with my friend Bennett that's that's worth quite a bit of money uh, that was started by punks holders. Um, there's one that we've been investing in called Board Ape Comics that was started by a couple holders of apes. And then those companies can also do spinoff projects. So um, as you mentioned, Board Ape Yacht Club, they've done two spinoff projects so far, the Board Ape Kennel Club and the Board Ape Mutants. And the Board Ape Mutants 
was <laughs> it was fascinating to me. Yeah. I, I tried to get it on the mint and I tried to buy it, but uh, the wheels were spinning and I didn't get it. And it was three ETH to mint one of these things. Yes. They sold out 10,000 in 30 minutes. And I think the amount of money they made was about $90 million in 30 minutes spinning this off because the collection is so popular. People believed, well, Board Ape Yacht Club is so popular and so, so valuable, then anything they do is also going to be valuable. And I think if you look back at the mutants now, I think they've probably doubled in price since then, but not much more than that. Still good. Uh, maybe the less. floor, the floor, well, no, I can't tell the floor on here, but it's ridiculous. The market cap is 84,149 ETH. Which is pretty ridiculous. Yeah, but the floor, but they minted around three, and the floor right now is four point six six. Got so it. A little, they, so they've, they're up about fifty percent over what they minted. All right, we're getting close to fifteen minutes. So, is there anything left, Rich, that you want to ask? Uh, yeah, we're starting the Podcaster Ape Yacht Club. Uh, <laughs> you know, the three of us are going to mint uh, soon. Uh, so, be on the lookout for that. And uh, where can people connect with you online? <laughs> Well, you know, you, you joke about that, Rich, but I think there's so much opportunity for creators, whether you're authors, podcaster, you know, artists. Um, and I think this is where the world is going. And I know you probably have a lot of listeners who are like, I love Rich and Heather so much. I wish I could buy equity in them because they are rising stars. Well, if you released NFTs, that would be a way for them to do that, right? And that's where I see this this space going. And I'm trying to kind of rack my brain about how I can do that with my own business and brand. And as far as how people can get in touch with me, I'm pretty active on social media, LinkedIn, Instagram, uh, Twitter. Uh, my name is Andy Storch, S-T-O-R-C-H. Uh, and I've got a book as well called Own Your Career, Ooh. Own Your Life. Absolutely. Throw us out of debt. Throw us out of debt. Come on, man. You always forget oh, that. Yeah. Come on, it's the best the part. Deck. It's the Here best part. Here we go. All right, Andy, <laughs> what is one surefire way to grab your attention? Pay me a compliment. <laughs> uh, my love language is words of affirmation. Munch. So you're going to say something nice to me. It's probably going to get my attention. Like, I love your NFT wallet. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Rich. I appreciate We're that. getting out of here on that. <laughs>